0: What's up, fam? Welcome into the lounge. I appreciate all of you that are rocking with me. I wish I had more time to dedicate uh, for you guys. I've I've been doing a lot around the house. I've been working a lot, spending time with the family. So I haven't been able to to get all this fantasy stuff out for you. But but there's one person I've been talking about on my Twitter line, and I want to go ahead and get this information out there because I feel like a money manager, right? When you're in the stock market, and you know you get that call, hey, there's this great opportunity. It's really cheap. You need to buy it. You need to sit on it. Wait for those profits to start uh, coming in. That's what I feel about this player. And I wanted to get this out there so that you know all of you could listen to this, and hopefully you can go and you can invest cheaply, sit on this asset. Hopefully it accrues value. In my opinion, this player is going to accrue value and be a really good breakout player for the 2020 season and part of what we do in the lounge is we always try to be one step ahead of our competition that's what we do right you have to find the obvious when it's hidden in the not so obvious right and what i found is i believe it's not as obvious until you dive in when we come out on the other side of 2021, you're going to look back and say, man, that was fucking obvious, but I'm here to put you on that now. So grab a drink, enjoy it. This There is a YouTube version of this if you want to watch it. Uh, subscribe to that, that channel. Leave a review for Roto Lounge. Uh, follow me on Twitter. If you're not following me on Twitter, I just passed a year. You can, you can meet me on Twitter, get some insight there. Whatever you do, man, I appreciate all of you that are just coming to the lounge, soaking this up. My job, my goal is to make you a better fantasy player, help you crush your leagues, and these little nuggets hopefully get you there one step at a time. Enjoy. I'm going to need a mic because I'm about to drop that shit in your lap. I'm going to tell you today why Robbie Anderson is a potential top 25 2020 wide receiver in fantasy football. Hey Robbie, this is Jason Brown with uh, Spectrum News here in Charlotte. Uh, congratulations on your new contract. You broke down a little bit about how you feel you fit in with his offense. Is 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 that primarily for you guys? For you to specifically to be the deep threat to blow the lid off off the coverages and, and sort of you know be that deep ball threat that maybe this team hasn't had for the last couple of years. I definitely believe that's you know a huge asset of mine, but you know, there's a lot of other things I can do, you know, intermediate routes and cross the middle and things like that. And I think that that's going to get utilized. Cause Coach Rule's familiar with me as a player, you know, he had me when I was in college and saw the things I could do. And I've only gotten better since then. And I'm only going to continue to get better, you know, so I think that it's going to be just a mixture of everything. I won't be limited. This story goes all the way back to 2010 now we're going back to 2010 robbie anderson a wide receiver slash defensive back at plantation high in davie florida a two-star recruit wide receiver recruited at temple 2011 shows up at temple he's red-shirted had a chance to meet matt rule at that time he was the offensive coordinator at temple in 2012 Matt Rule gets an assistant job at the New York Giants. Robbie Anderson is playing as a redshirt freshman, mostly on special teams, plays about six games. 2013, Matt Rule's hired as head coach. Robbie Anderson is playing defensive back. He really wants to be a defensive back in college. He's running with the second team. He decides to quit football, decides to go back to Fort Lickerdale, give up football. All right, this is during the spring. Eventually, he has a change of heart. Calls Matt Rule, says, Coach, can I come back? I want to come back to the team. I want to get back to football. Will you let me come back and play? Matt Rule says, you can come back and play, but you're going to have to earn yourself. You can come back as a non-scholarship athlete and earn your stripes and get back on this football team. So Robbie Anderson comes back to Temple. This time, they move him to wide receiver. He wants to be a defensive back. They move him to wide receiver. Five games into the season, Robbie Anderson becomes a starter and just balls out. Finishes the year with 60-plus receptions, 790 yards, and nine touchdowns. All right? After the season, Robbie Anderson becomes academically ineligible to play, so he goes back home. At this point... The 2014 season that Temple plays without Robbie Anderson, they struggle a little bit. Matt Rule takes it upon himself to go to the college. He tries to overturn some academic rules. Um, this not only affects Robbie Anderson, but it affects other players. He finally gets to overturn some, some rules there at the school. Robbie Anderson is now eligible to come back. Matt Rule calls Robbie Anderson and says, get your ass back. We got some football to play. It's 2015. Robbie Anderson shows up. P.J. Walker is the quarterback. P.J. Walker was the XFL quarterback. Signs with Carolina Panthers. Balls out. Robbie Anderson is just killing it. Ends the year with, I believe, 70 receptions, 900 yards this time, and seven touchdowns. Okay. Goes into the NFL. Runs a 4-3, 6-40 at his pro day. Goes undrafted. Signs with the New York Jets. In the preseason, he becomes the leading receiver in the preseason, guaranteeing his spot on the 53-man roster. He's the fifth wide receiver on the team behind Brandon Marshall, Eric Decker, Quincy Nunnoy, and Jalen Marshall. Halfway into the season, Eric Decker gets injured, season-ending injury. Robbie Anderson gets promoted to the slot, starts the rest of the season, finishes with 500 yards, two touchdowns, enters the 2017 campaign as a starter. Completely balls out, I believe. 60 receptions, 900 yards, seven touchdowns. This is when the hype for Robbie Anderson really began. At this point in time, I am not on the Robbie Anderson bandwagon. Uh, I was not convinced. Being in the New York Jets was one of them. Uh, 2018, they drafted a rookie quarterback, Sam Darnold. Disappointed a lot of people. Uh, Ended up still being the team's leading receiver. I think he had 50 receptions, 700 yards. Seven touchdowns, but underwhelmed as far as what most people were expecting. Uh, 2019, the Jets put a a two second round restricted uh, tender on him in case anyone wanted to sign him. Nobody bit. So uh, he played uh, 2019 with the Jets, became a free agency. Now, Matt Rule at Temple, coached there for three years, ended up going to Baylor. 2016 I believe it was Now Football Outsiders Has data Talking about uh, The most efficient offenses in college Now when Robbie Anderson Was at Temple with Coach Rule In 2013 They were ranked 71st Out of 128 teams In offensive efficiency In 2014 When Robbie Anderson left the team Temple was 124th out of 128 teams, okay? Now you see why Matt Rule's like, well, shit, I got to get some playmakers back on the team. Robbie Anderson comes back. Temple now jumps up to, I think, well, 81st out of 128 in offensive efficiency. Matt Rule goes to Baylor his first year there. He's 27th out of 128. Next year, he's, I think, 71st, then 78. Uh, 2019, I'm not quite sure. Now, Matt Rule has uh, the reputation of having a high octane offense. He also has a reputation of being a CEO type coach, one that really builds a culture for a team. Now, remember this. Four years at Baylor, Matt Rule coached Denzel Mims, okay? A player similar to Robbie Anderson. Now, when Matt Rule. Was hired as the coach of Carolina Panthers. I put a tweet out there and I said, "Don't sleep on Robbie Anderson going to Carolina." And I had some people saying, "No, they already have Curtis Samuel. They already have DJ Moore." I said, "Listen, Robbie Anderson credited Matt Rule with saving his football career. He's gone on record said that R- Matt Rule uh, has a great relationship with him." And lo and behold. Matt Rule gives Robbie Anderson $20 million, $12 million guaranteed to come play two years for Carolina. Now, like I mentioned, Matt Rule coached Denzel Mims for four seasons in Baylor. If Matt Rule wanted Denzel Mims, he very well could have had him and at a much cheaper price. In the second round, Carolina selected a defensive end, Gross Matos. They could have had Denzel Mims there. After Denzel Mims was drafted, they went and they drafted a safety just a few picks later. Now, before this Robbie Anderson signing, if Matt Rule was like, look, Denzel Mims is my guy. We're going to do whatever it takes to get him at the top of the second, or we're going to package our second round picks to move up because I have to have this guy. But instead, instead he went out and he gave Robbie Anderson $12 million guaranteed to come to Carolina. Now, that's going to make Robbie Anderson the highest-paid wide receiver on the Panthers. Curtis Samuels' rookie contracts pay him $2 million next year. DJ Moore's rookie contracts pay him $3 million next year. And Robbie Anderson's new contracts pay him $4 million next year. He didn't give Robbie Anderson that much money to be a decoy. Robbie Anderson is going to be a big part of this offense and he was a big part in Temple's offense. He ran all types of routes. Now, yes, his 436 speed is going to allow him to blow the top off the defense, but he can he can do quick slants, he can do quick hitches, he can do screens, he can go across the middle. He can do all types of all types of things. Now, so that gives me pause on Denzel Mims when the coach that he coached for four years doesn't even, like, is not aggressive enough to say, I gotta get this guy. So that's one reason why I really like Robbie Anderson. Now, you can talk about what you think DJ Moore is gonna do, what you think Curtis Samuel is gonna do, and I have DJ Moore in my top 10 wide receivers on my Dynasty rankings in rotolounge.com, but you can't deny that when coaches come in and they get their players that's who they want to get the football to. Now, Matt Rule brings in Joe Brady. Who's Joe Brady? Joe Brady was 2 years as an offensive assistant under Sean Payton in New Orleans. He goes to LSU as a passing coordinator. He takes some of those schemes, some of those uh, plays and he helps incorporate them at LSU. You see a lot of Alvin Kamara's routes going to Clyde Edwards. Uh, you know, you see that high-octane offense that Sean Payton runs Uh, in new orleans now joe brady's coming to carolina to be the offensive coordinator under matt rule who did carolina sign as a quarterback teddy bridgewater the same teddy bridgewater that just ran sean payton's offense last year to a t was absolutely uh dynamite in that offense he's coming to carolina he's going to run the same type of offense robbie anderson is coming in he's going to be a big part of that offense Right now, Robbie Anderson is going as wide receiver 65. 65. That's behind players like Corey Davis, K.J. Hamler, Paris Campbell, Chase Claypool. So many wide receivers that aren't going to have a really a big role in their offense. And I'm telling you right now that I think that Robbie Anderson has potential to be a 1,000-yard receiver, his first 1,000-yard receiving season in the NFL under Matt Rule and under Joe Brady in Carolina. But even if, even if Robbie Anderson only finishes with 60 receptions around 900 yards and seven touchdowns, that's going to put him at around wide receiver 25 in last year's stats. Wide receiver 25, a potential number one wide receiver on his team that's going at wide receiver 65 with the potential to end the season at wide receiver 25. This is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do. I want you to go to your league mates. Nobody wants Robbie Anderson. If you're working on a deal, have him throw in Robbie Anderson as a throw-in. If he says, no, that's too much, throw him a third-round pick or a fourth-round pick in 2021 to seal the deal. If that doesn't work, if you don't have any trades right now in the works, go directly to the Robbie Anderson owner and say, hey, I want to throw you this for Robbie Anderson. Maybe it's a 2021 third. Maybe it's a 2021 late second. I'd be willing to give that much for Robbie Anderson under Matt Row and Joe Brady in this offense that could be electric, high octane. When Robbie Anderson goes off, when he breaks out, and he's going to be on my breakout list for the 2020 redraft, all your league make your league mates are gonna be like, damn, how did you how did you see this coming? And what you can do right there is you can sell Robbie Anderson back to them. That's how you win in fantasy football. That's how you win in the stock market. You buy these assets low, you let them accrue value, and then you sell them high, okay? That's what you're gonna do with Robbie Anderson. Do not worry about what Robbie Anderson has done in the past. That is the reason why the industry is down on Robbie Anderson. And just like the stock market, they say, past performance or past lack of performance does not predict future success. So, while everyone's sleeping on Robbie Anderson as a one-dimensional deep threat wide receiver that's going to go to Carolina and be a role player, now's your time to capitalize. Go get Robbie Anderson, pennies on the dollar, before you start to see how he's incorporated in this offense, and his price is going to start to climb. Go do it now, after you drink a good glass of bourbon, thank me later, we're going to crush these fantasy leagues. Roto Lounge. We're gonna crush this. Go get Robbie Anderson. Appreciate all y'all coming to the lounge. Try to get more content out to you, more actual content, we so can crush this. Turn the lights out. Hello.